This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from Atlanta, the moment you wait for all week. Your chance to get informed, entertained, and occasionally outraged. Welcome to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. And a good morning to you. It's the John Kincaid Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We get our day started here, and we appreciate you being a part of the show every single week. I am coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life, Rocket can. That means that they can. That means that they can get you that loan. That means that they can make sure that you're not paying more than you have to. Be sure to be addressing these type of issues as soon as possible. Lock in those rates. God knows what's going to happen after Tuesday. You don't know what's going to happen after Tuesday. And uh, I don't know about you, but I can't wait for Tuesday to be over. Let's get past Tuesday. And I don't care what ending you're rooting for or if you're just hoping that the uh, the, the giant gaseous ball just explodes and we're delivered from it all. I spent the week in a swing state. And I will just tell you this. There came a point where I turned off the television and would not... I would not turn on the television at all anymore because of the ads as we lead up to Election Day. It was incessant in Philadelphia. Absolutely. Every single ad seemed like every single break. There's an ad for erectile dysfunction or the election. Somebody calling somebody else a treacherous liar. Somebody else is an idiot. It was terrible. It's terrible. I will make one statement on Election Week. And I'm not dealing with it the rest of the day. So I just want you to know. Uh, I don't believe, this is my philosophy. I don't believe any one of you tunes into us to be getting into political discussions. Many of my peers in the sports media industry feel that, yeah, that's fair game and that's something that they should be doing. Uh, I think it's too important for my voice not to be heard on these things. Yeah. Keep telling yourself that you're that important. Here's what I'd suggest to you. You're a sports talk radio host. And let me give you a hint. You're not that important. Just just the breaking news to you. You're not that important. You're not that smart. 
You are in the sports media, so you are not so transcendent that everybody needs to know your opinion on every voting issue, whatever it is. Many of my peers in the industry, I think, have lost their way. And hopefully this election will get behind us and we will get a reset where people that are in the sports media will get back to doing what they're supposed to be good at. And that's to talking about sports. I'm just hoping to be delivered from it all. And I can assure you of this. As somebody who has studied the markets over the years. Anthony, do you realize the stock market goes up no matter who the president is, Republican, Democrat, or otherwise? Do you know that the stock market almost usually goes up in the quarter after the president takes office? Yeah, I've seen that. So whenever you hear that, oh, it's just going to be, your, you sell all your stocks, it's going to be terrible. That's bull, and it takes you like 10 minutes to do the research to understand. So here's what I'm going to tell you. They're all playing you. They're all lying to you. They're all going to tell you anything it takes to get your vote. And I have empirical evidence from years and years of living on this earth to know that they are all trying to get your pocket and all lying to you. So if you believe your side, your candidate, your person is the person that, well, they're telling me the truth. They, they stand for truth, justice in the American way. You might be the stupidest individual I have ever crossed paths with. If you don't understand it, that's my, this is my one statement on election. If you don't understand it, and I believe that both sides are a lot closer to each other than they ever let on, because it's big business. It's big business getting into our pockets every single day. So get your vote out, get in, it's important to you get to vote, and let's hope we get past this, and let's hope it's a, uh, we will have a, a good week. I'm going to uh, talk about it a little later, because I'm honestly, uh, in my entire radio career, I don't know that I've ever been as intimidated to talk about, uh, last Sunday on the show, I think it was in the 8 o'clock hour of the show, the 8 o'clock Eastern Time hour, I said to Anthony that uh, I was going to get on a plane. You know, I've shared it with you before that my mom was ill and she was terminal. And Anthony, I think it was like halfway through the show, right? I, I, around halfway through the show, I told you that I had emailed my wife and said, get me an airline ticket and let me get up there. Yes. I was going to go home to Philly. And um, I just had the... Uh, I had an over in the middle of doing a radio show. I had an overwhelming just urge to get on that plane and go back. And I had been there for five days, four days the week before. And I knew that they had told me that my mom probably had, they could have, we got told she could have had a couple months, that she could have had a couple months. But there wasn't any way she was going to get to Christmas. But, And my family and I were going to go up for Thanksgiving. But during the show last week, something came over me. And I said, I, I've got to get on a plane. And I told Anthony during the break, I said, I just emailed Christina and told her, get me an airline ticket. Get me on a plane. And right now, since I don't have a full-time job to go to, 
I'm a, I, I had the free time, and I said I wouldn't forgive myself if I didn't get on that plane and something happened to my mom. Well, something happened to my mom, and I got a chance to be with her, and I'm going to talk about her later on in the show. And But um, I got up there Sunday evening, uh, by Sunday late in the afternoon, spent Sunday night with her and my brother, who I love as much as anybody on this earth, my brother Tom, Doc. If you're in Philly, you might know my brother Doc. He is uh, he's a wonderful human being. And he has a better heart than his brother has, I can tell you that. But uh, So I spent Sunday night with my brother and I, and then with my mom. And uh, then my brother and I spent Monday with her, like all day. And then I sent my brother home to get sleep, to get a real night's sleep. And a visiting angel's nurse came, who, by the way, if you've ever seen those commercials on television, let me assure you the visiting angels are angels. And in the craziest coincidence in the world, this lovely woman named Michelle was the visiting angel's nurse who was coming for the very first time to spend the night. Just so if I fell asleep, my mom was being looked after. And she walks in the door and I said, you're Jamaican. And she says, yes, I am. And I said, where are you from? And she said, Kingston, Jamaica. And I said, do you know that my wife is from Kingston, Jamaica? And my beloved mother-in-law, who has since passed, was from Kingston, Jamaica. And I believe God sent me an angel to be with me that night because at around 9, 30, 10 o'clock, my mom started raising hell. She got this just burst of energy like I've never seen. And um, in a series of, series of um, outbursts, she would go down for like an hour, and then she would wake up and be yelling, like, like yelling for her mom, yelling for her dad. And I don't know if you have as strong a faith as I do, but mine was reinforced on that night, Monday into Tuesday morning, as my mom was screaming out to relatives of hers that had already passed and raising her arms straight up in the air like she hadn't done in, in a week, energy-wise. Her, her arms in the air, energy bursting through her body. And then I would go and lay down for like an hour and then my mom would start to yell again and I'd go into the other room and calm her down and everything and held her hand. And um, at one point I went back in and uh, I held her hand and talked to her. And as I held her hand, she took her last breath. And it was... Truly, I'm trying to stay composed. Uh, it was truly amazing. I feel honored to have been her son, but I feel honored to have been holding her hand as she passed. And it's something I'll never forget. And its impact on me, that entire night, that impact on me uh, will affect me forever. But I got a little tribute to my mom a little bit later on. But that's what I'm dealing with this week. And I will tell you this. Do not shy away from it. Uh, do not feel like you're going to upset me because even though I'm getting a little choked up here, I can assure you 
And Anthony, this is the weirdest thing. I always thought when my mom died, and you've heard her on the show many times, you've heard her over the years many times on the show, I thought when my mom died that I'd be really, really sad. And I told my wife the other night, I talked to her on the phone, she's back in Atlanta, and I said, I feel joyous. I feel happy. I laughed. I laughed going through my mom's place because I'm the executor, so I got to go through all her paperwork and all her thing. I found myself laughing. I found myself smiling. I have laughed, told a funny story, smiled, joked around 10 times as much as I've cried. And I think that's an amazing thing. I think that's an amazing thing. She always told you, don't cry for me. Yes, she did. She said, if you cry after I die, which she'd be really pissed at me right now, as I couldn't compose myself there telling the story, um, she always said to me, I'm 91, you know, at the time, she'd be like 90. We celebrated her. I mean, what kind of woman sells her car at 89 and a half, (laughs) lives on her own independently, sells her house at 87, moves into an apartment, um, and is able to sell her car after a minor stroke? She didn't trust herself to drive anymore because she said, what if I had a stroke again and I'm on the roadways? So she sells her car. She learns about ride shares and everything else. And then uh, what woman at 90 is able to go downstairs with a suitcase, get into a limousine, get to the airport. Now, they took her in the wheelchair for us so she didn't have to walk the whole airport, but able to travel herself to Las Vegas for her 90th birthday party. That's That's an amazing woman. That was an amazing woman. And she always said, I had double knee replacement at 75, and I had a minor stroke at 88, 89. Don't cry for me. If you cry after I die, cry for little kids who die, she would say. Cry for little kids that are sick. Cry for young people who get their lives snuffed out. Don't cry for me. Be joyous, be happy, and that's what I'm trying to do. And I thank you for that indulgence. I just had to get that out of there. Uh, and uh, we get the day started. But we'll, I'll talk about Betty a little bit later on. She's awesome. I got to tell you this. When teams, it's amazing when a team looks ordinary and just by the loss of one guy like the Dallas Cowboys were a dumpster fire and I and and yes that's an overused term but they were they were a dumpster fire with Dak Prescott and now when they lose people are going to say well look Dak Prescott's out really they were terrible with Dak Prescott And then Dak gets hurt. They were horrible with him. And they're still horrible. But I'll tell you this. I never thought I'd see Clemson look as ordinary as they did yesterday versus Boston College without Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence, that they will have to navigate a trip to Notre Dame next week without him. I, I, I never thought that Trevor Lawrence's impact would be so huge on a team as it was there. And that puts next week in a very, very dangerous, precarious position for Clemson. But for those of you already dancing going, Clemson could lose next week. They may miss the college football playoff. Not so fast. Should Notre Dame be able to win at home versus Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, a quarterback? They will still have to round back and beat Clemson 
with Trevor Lawrence in December in the ACC championship game. So Clemson will be going to the college football playoff even as a one-loss ACC champion. So just to give you that heads up, because that's going to be a talking point this week by those who don't do their preparation. Clemson can lose next week without Trevor Lawrence. And the committee will go, well, they didn't have Trevor Lawrence. Let's, let's, that, 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 what do you expect? They're going to get a free pass. So the game is going to be built up this week. Is Wow, this is a game that could keep him out of the college football playoff. No, it can't. No, it can't. Not with anyone with two cents of a brain. It can't. Because Notre Dame will have to beat them a second time. And that's what sort of sucks. I mean, to be able to try to, you got to try to win, you got to beat somebody a second time. I saw it in the SEC when Georgia took on Alabama a couple weeks ago. Georgia plays Alabama on the road. If Georgia had won that game, they still most likely, and it looks really, really clear now, would have had to beat Alabama again to go to the college football playoff. Alabama gets the do-over in the, in the title game. Clemson will get the same. Now, Alabama didn't need it. So Clemson will get the same. I look forward to having a chat with you all day long today, and we appreciate you being a part of the show. You are welcome to call us anytime you wish, and our friends at Geico will pay for the call. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. It's sponsored by Geico, and if you want to know what's really scary, it's seeing how much you could have been saving on car insurance if you had just made the switch to Geico. Don't be kept up at night worrying about that savings because you can make the switch today. Switch to Geico and save, and we appreciate Geico being a part of the show. All right, coming up. There's one guy who I've told you for years, I've told you, I've told you, I've told you that he's been all hat, no cattle, and he's not even in Texas. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. To a new and a shining place. The show for those who choose to live their sports life with a positive outlook. Let's get back to the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, this is not uh, political talk radio. This is not um, let me show you how woke I am. That's not what this is about. Exercise your right to vote. Get out for what you believe in. Let your voice be heard. But we're not here to talk about it. No, we're not here to talk about it. 855-212-4CBS if you want to get in with us. Did you see Jim Harbaugh yesterday? There are so many times where I'm wrong that you'll please have to give me a give me an opportunity to be excited when I get one right. And to talk about having somebody's having somebody's number all along. Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. And I heard it over and over again about how, you know, Jim Harbaugh was, man, this is this transformational figure for coming back to his alma mater and everything like that. And every time I'd hear Harbaugh talk, every single time, I would be of the impression that he's selling me. This is a salesman. Jim Harbaugh is trying to convince me that uh, – Everything's all right. There's a fire in the kitchen. Grease fire in the kitchen. And Jim Harbaugh is out in the dining room assuring everybody that the smoke is just ambiance. 
You know, he's trying to tell everybody, hey, this is just part of the act. Just to, don't worry about what's going on over there. Let me tell you about how great your meal's going to be once it gets here. Here's the problem. Jim Harbaugh, the waiter, never brings you the meal. Jim Harbaugh never brings you the food to the table. We had a great dinner last night, by the way, Anthony. Great date night with my wife last night. What'd you have? Spinellus? Spinellus? What is that? You'll have to Google it. It's a cut of meat. But it's it's beef. But it's a cut. It's a special cut. It's like spinellus. It was delicious. It was really, really good. Uh, with the best potato side dish I've ever had in my life. And I'm not doing many potatoes now. By the way, three months, 26 pounds. Three months, 26 pounds. We started Excellent. your thing. So I'm good about that. I had a little potatoes last night. And I honestly, I mean, I had like a little potatoes. And it was delicious. Absolutely awesome. Jim Harbaugh never would bring me the potatoes, though. If, if I'm at Jim Harbaugh's restaurant, I'm not getting the potatoes. He's telling me that it's going to come. He's telling me for like, hey, hey, you know, they're a little delayed in the kitchen. Everything's okay. When you get these potatoes, when you when you taste this spinellus, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to Google and tell me what it was. That I I got talked into it by the waiter, and the waiter got extra money in his tip because of it. It was delicious, really really good. Uh, but Harbaugh would never have brought me the. I never would have eaten. Because he's been telling Michigan fans for years, you're, you're going to eat. We're going to have this great party. We're going to have a meal. We're going to have a great time. And then he never delivers. He never delivers. Again, as a 20-some point favorite yesterday, and I'm flying home to Atlanta from Philadelphia yesterday, and thank you, Delta, that I can watch live TV. And I just sat there and watched the Michigan-Michigan State game, bounced around. Some of the others weren't really good. And it was, it was, that was interesting. It was interesting to watch. Jim Harbaugh's team being inept once again. Michigan fans, when are you going to acknowledge? I know you like the guy. He's one of your own. When are you going to realize that the emperor has no clothes? When are you going to realize what other people have been trying to tell you for a while now? It's not working. It's not working. And where it's not working, he's not getting you the athletes. He's not getting you the athletes. You need to compete with the Clemsons of the world, the Ohio States of the world, the Alabamas of the world. He's not getting those guys. And I'm not sure Michigan's ever going to get them again. Those kind of players. He can't stay within, what, 30 or 40 points of Ohio State on average? And now you get your he's getting beaten at home. Not that home field advantage means that much during COVID, but come on. You want to get in with us, you can. 855-212-4CBS. Robbie duck, ducked out. Robbie wasn't patient, Anthony. Come on, I need people to have some patience. A little bit of patience here. You know, come on on in. Uh now, one last thing on the Trevor Lawrence story. Trevor Lawrence testing positive for the virus. And he's out next week. And there was one media member that I saw immediately. I'll just tell you, his name's Matt. 
And Matt is out there immediately when it happens. And Matt was one of the Dan Walken cult. Oh, 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 COVID. Positive test. Positive test. Oh, my gosh. He's one of them. He's one of that crew. Well, Trevor Lawrence, that seals it. Trevor Lawrence will never play another snap in college football. And I was like, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? Do you know of the college football players? And I thank college football news or whoever. I'm sorry, has the number. Do you know of the players in college football that have tested positive for COVID? Do you know how many of them have come back and they're playing? Do you know that it is greater than the survival rate of those who have tested positive for COVID? It is better than the net. It's better. And you know why? Young, healthy, strong athletes. 99 point something percent came back to play. Didn't get sick die, anything like that, came back to, came back and played. Come back and play. A couple have ditched out, and that's their choice, and they can do it, and they had the opportunity to do it, and nobody should slam them if they do. That's a personal choice. You're given the option. You make that choice. Maybe your mom's vulnerable. Maybe somebody that you have to see all the time. Maybe uh, you know someone you come in contact with is vulnerable. No kid should be ripped. Because they made the decision not to play. That'd be ignorant. Sound like a jerk criticizing a young man that's given the opportunity that would decide that. But for members of the media, well, this is it. Trevor Lawrence, he's never going to play again. He's he's going to the pros now. He has no reason to come back. I'm like, how stupid can you be? I mean, that is the stupidest take that I read. And you can see I responded to it. On my social media, so you can go back and you can see who I was interacting with. I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I heard. Trevor Lawrence can't wait to come back. Question is, does he come back to a one-loss Clemson, or does he come back to a unbeaten Clemson? Because yesterday, Clemson looked incredibly vulnerable against Boston College. Woof. 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 Speaking of woof, uh, Anthony, winning week for the my pathetic picks. About time. I'm 6-15 and 15 now. Woof! Now, wait a minute now. You know I'm going to dig out of this hole just like I have the last two years. I'm like Stefano Demera. And if you don't know Stefano Demera, you'll have to Google him. The proverbial phoenix from Salem on Days of Our Lives. He, he would come back from the dead all the time. So JK will rise? I always do, yes. And where do I live? Atlanta, right? The phoenix. The phoenix lives in me. And my wife is the phoenix. She's the seventh of seven. So she's the phoenix. I believe that means she cannot die in an accident. She can only die of natural causes. So she's like bulletproof. She can only die of natural causes. At least she's got that going for it, being married to me. Knowledgeable, passionate, and a beautiful head of hair. He's John Kincaid, and he's only on CBS Sports Radio. Well, I have to get to see Shelby. Hey, hey, Anthony, that's how I'm going to spend my election day. I already voted. I voted two Sundays ago. 
So I mailed I, in my ballot. I'm all set. So you're in already? I'm in. By the way, guess what I had in my hands? Who'd you vote for, John? Tell me now. I'm not telling you. <laughs> Uh, guess what I had in my hands the other day, though? What was my that? Mo- my mom's mail-in ballot. She didn't. She didn't cast it. She did not cast her ballot. By the time her mail-in ballot, you didn't ballot fill it out for it, did you? And send it in? No, because you'd have to forge it. You go to prison. What the? <laughs> what are you stupid? <laughs> my gosh, I'm not like some Chicago alderman. Come on now, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> But my mom, so if, if Betty Kincaid votes in this election, I can tell you right now, if I see she's on the voting rolls, I know she didn't get her vote in. And I guarantee you, Mom, I love you. Mom is a mom was a Kennedy Democrat. She was a Kennedy Democrat, which is, uh, for those maybe not familiar with the term, a Catholic, Catholic woman uh, or Catholic Democrat from the Northeast. She was a Kennedy Democrat. So I can tell you, mom's pissed that ballot didn't get in. No, you know what I did? I made sure that thing got torn up and destroyed, Anthony. I made sure it got destroyed. So wasn't going to let anything happen to it. Just get your vote out. Because we are. We are the greatest country in the world. And if you don't believe it, ask my wife. Who And I, and I always think, Anthony, the, the people who she came to this country at 10 became a citizen at 13 or 14. I can never keep it straight. But uh, I always think that the immigrants to this country who come here, that they, they almost love, they, they've experienced something else. So they, I think they love the freedoms and everything more. And um, so everybody, get your, get your votes in and do what you got to do. Whatever your heart tells you to do, whatever you're, then do it. Just do it. Just don't lecture everybody else about what they need to do. That's that's my little advice, Uncle John's little advice. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Before I get to these calls, and I got to get to you quickly here. Um, did you see, Anthony, that the what the cardiologists are now saying to athletes? What are they telling us? There's no need anymore for screenings for myocarditis. They don't need to screen for myocarditis anymore. So there is no, there's no need with the, the, the testing positive for COVID that they don't need to, for, for, for your no, most COVID positive tests, unless there is something else that is, that, is, that is showing wrong or otherwise, they are no longer recommending screenings for myocarditis. And the Big, 12, the big, uh, the big 10, excuse me, having a 21-day COVID protocol makes absolutely zero sense. It makes no sense. And it is not, uh, it is, it absolutely is not what you should be doing. Not what you should be doing. 21 days is ridiculous. They are no longer. So remember myocarditis? Remember that was why people told you you needed to cancel the college football season? Well, now they're recommending, unless there is some, extraneous circumstance uh extreme weight is one of them extreme weight if you are maybe maybe for like an offensive lineman is what i'm figuring you know you have you have too much weight on your frame you're 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 obese or whatever uh they will they will recommend it but they are now not doing not recommending screenings for normal just in normal situations they're not recommending screenings anymore so just know it. Kyle in Michigan joins us. Kyle, is 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 the is Ann Arbor burning? Uh, is everything all right there? 
Oh, my goodness. Um, it's funny, during the height of COVID, I was saying, man, if, if they're just playing football this year, I'm going to be thrilled even if they're terrible. Uh, I, I kind of have to eat my <laughs> you words got your on wish. that one. You got your oh, wish. Wow. That was, that was the worst loss in the Harbaugh era. Um, it was painful at best. Uh, and I, I, I know you mentioned the recruiting, I think, uh, is an issue. I, I'm going to well, back whoa, whoa, a little bit whoa, on whoa, that whoa, don't, don't gloss over that. Wait, don't gloss over that. Recruiting isn't an issue. They don't have the talent of the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Ohio States, even the, the even the Georgias. They don't the, they don't no, touch I, the talent. I, I totally agree, but I think it's the development more. If you look at their recruiting classes, they're usually top. I know fifteen is still not great, but they're fifteen to twelve ish. But their development, when you get beat by Michigan State, when you're five hundred against Michigan State, and Michigan State's recruiting classes are atrocious compared to yours that's i think where i have an issue they're not well, here's, developing their talent here's what i tell you worry about mel tucker because mel tucker could be a nightmare for you but uh and i, appreciate I, I would your, i would I pre- agree 100 yeah he could he could very well be a love coach tucker good guy i uh, appreciate your call but uh for michigan right now you can say well they're 12 to 15 and recruiting every year they're right in that neighborhood you realize when you're talking about alabama clemson ohio state uh, Georgia, uh, and some of the others that kill it in recruiting. Going from being top four to the next four is a huge drop-off. Then to the next four is a drop-off. So you can't go by just those numbers. It's not the way it works. Nick in Wisconsin joins us. Nick, how are you, brother? Not too bad. How you doing, John? Good to have you on the show. What's going on, buddy? Not much. I, I just want to get your take on how all this Badger stuff is going to affect us. I'm a diehard Badger fan. I live in Wisconsin. I live in a hot spot right now. I'm currently healthy. Good. Most people are that I know. And uh, so with the cancellation of the game, how, how does it affect the schedule? Like, do we even have a playoff run? And then why was Ohio State, Penn State, and all those other teams allowed to play if tests weren't re- relieved? Well, that's because the, I know I, that, I know the whole Midwest is covered with it because I have friends that travel for business quite often. Right. And they know several people that are positive. And the, and the, the, the whole thing is, though, is and, and Nick, what's the problem is, is that what they're look, we, we have to we have to. And it's not denying the uh, saying COVID something you can't you can't be worried about. But it is clearly something that was way overstated in regards to sports that. Remember, it was told because of myocarditis, they should cancel the seasons. Just for that risk alone, they should cancel seasons. And now yeah, and we just, find out we find out two months later, three <laughs> months later, that that's false. Yeah, well, you it's know. definitely false. And, and I, I don't. Know, I but Wisconsin, talk, though, speaking to Kyle, yeah, we're a hot spot right now. Right. I don't want. I don't. I don't though. I want people to be safe, but I want people to be smart. A twenty-one day quarantine or whatever it is for the Big Ten is just. There's no science to that. Ten days. Exactly. So, so why does ACC and SEC get to do whatever they want? They even pass this three tests. They're not, do, but they're not doing whatever they want. They're following. Then, how about this? They're following some of the foremost experts in epidemiology who are advising the SEC and the ACC. And by the way, the SEC and the ACC, we know they got it right. They got it right. They started their seasons, delayed it a little bit, made sure they had protocols in place. And they're thriving. They should have been the Big Ten and the uh, Big Twelve. Uh, Big Ten and the Pac-12 Pac-12, should have, yeah. 
they they got it wrong. They got it wrong. They they erred on the side of being overly cautious. And guess what? You're allowed to be overly cautious in life. You're allowed to be. There's no law against that. So, and guess what? It really is screwing the Big Ten, though. I appreciate it. Because, well, first off, I think that only Ohio State was going to go anyway. Gary in Jacksonville, who is with us again. Gary, what's going on, brother? John, thoughts and prayers to you and your family. Thank you, buddy. And, um, and, and I appreciate that. I appreciate it. To, no have my mom, to have my mom as long as I did, I, I know people who, you know, my dad died when I was 16. So right. it's like to have your mom into your 50s, oh, gosh. Come on. I, I, I was a blessed man. Blessed man. Blessed like, to have been her son. And I can't wait to hear, hear, hear from that lady, who, the Dallas fan, who said playing Washington was like a second bye. I'm waiting for her. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you this. is that absolutely blitzed by the Washington squad. And what is it? Excited is about it the about? two hours starting today. John, you're absolutely right. Harbaugh never should have left the NFL. Some guys were shouldn't have, like Spurrier shouldn't have gone from college to the NFL. He should have stayed in the NFL. He's an NFL coach. He doesn't belong in college football. And uh, I, I had my doubts, too, maybe not to the degree that you had, John, but uh, I had my doubts about him turning Michigan around, too. And uh, I just – I, I, I didn't buy it from the beginning. Well against ranked teams. That's terrible. Michigan – how about oh. this? Michigan should never be 2-12. and 12. They, Against in, – in, in that type of scenario, they should never be that. I appreciate it. Enjoy Tua. Your opportunity to see Tua. I want to talk to Richard in Myrtle Beach. Richard, you're on the John Kincaid Show. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, John. My thoughts and prayers are with you, too. Thank you, buddy. Uh, um, they have been. Real quick, uh, I heard last week you said your mom was, was with hospice. When yes. my mom passed, I, I was an only child. They were with hospice. And if I ever had money, that's who I would give my money to because of the best. I'm telling you this, it's something that now I know about. And I can tell you this, uh, my mom was in the Philly suburbs. She yes, dealt sir. with, and I'm not giving them I'm a commercial, they're not an advertiser, Penn Hospice. University of Pennsylvania Hospice Program helped us the last, like, 10 days with my mom, last eight days with my mom. And let me just tell you, these people are angels, and they were freaking amazing. Every single person who I dealt with, every single nurse, Every single, uh, the visiting chaplain, every single thing was absolutely amazing and first class. And these people are special angels. They really are. They, I know. I, de- I dealt amazing. with them, so I know what you're talking about. Oh, my about. gosh. I, I tell you, I, I, I cannot speak more highly of these people who, I don't know. Here's what I don't get, though. How do they go to work every day and then go home at night and just put it aside? I, you know, I, I, do, I, do a, I do a stupid job. I, I do a fun job. I do a job right. that really, in, in the grand scheme of things, is just entertainment. They, I, I don't know how these angels do it, but I can tell you this, Penn Hospice and everybody who helped our family out, they were absolutely amazing. They were amazing, selfless people. Fantastic. Yes, God bless them. God, Good thank boy, you. John, I yeah. know the uh, SEC and the ACC, as far as this uh, epidemic going on, I know they're dealing with the same doctors that work with the NFL. Yes. And, and, and you know, 10 days is enough. And the others it are is 21. Enough. That's stupid. But. It is, and I appreciate your call. I'd say um, I think that there are people who are overly cautious in life. And obviously Big Ten leadership was def- definitely overly cautious. Pac-12 leadership, I don't know what they were thinking. 
But I know this. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 consistently, for years, have thought they were smarter than the room. They're smarter. They know better. We're the smarter. We're the smarter people. On this one, they got it totally wrong. Completely wrong. Completely wrong. Every boogeyman scenario that was put out there, completely wrong. But they won't admit it. Maurice in Georgia joins us. Maurice, good morning, brother. How are you, buddy? Mo, what's up? Hey, John. Love you and I miss you, brother. I love you too, Mo, and uh, I appreciate it. Hey, man, listen. One thing you don't know about me, John, you know I'm a, I'm a diehard dog. I do know but that. My, sac- my second best team is the Michigan Wolverines because when I was a little left-handed kid, I saw Rick Leach throwing the ball left-handed. I fell in love with Michigan. I had a horrible time yesterday, let me tell you. <laughs> Watching those two games was like pulling teeth without anesthesia. Oh, oh that is nasty. Yeah, it's bad. And, uh, Mo, uh, I, I, I miss talking to you, baby. Take care of yourself. Mo was a regular caller to uh, my radio show on 680 The Fan, Buck and Kincaid, over the years. And, by the way, Anthony, I'm still unemployed. We don't have to have the canned food drive yet, but we're going to have to plan it. We have to have a canned food drive. I'm breaking out the violin for you, John. I'm still unemployed. I have no full-time employment. Anthony, I may end up just... You have a refrigerator box? I may end up in a refrigerator box. You never know. You never, ever know. Uh, I think we might be hearing some news maybe soon. You think? think That'd be fun. Are you hearing stuff? Are you hearing stuff? I I have sources. You have sources telling you good stuff? I got a feeling 2021 is going to be really exciting. Going to be really, really exciting. It's going to be a fun, fun time. I'm optimistic like that. All right, I blew the tease last time because so many want to talk. But I'll give it to you now. Let, let me say it again. I was an idiot. I was wrong. And I was so wrong, I'll document everywhere I was wrong. Oh, this will be fun. Hey, full exposure coming up next. Not that way. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 